Jalen Brown kicks it out. Smart fakes inside. Tatum spins and he puts it in. This is BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM from BetQL. Welcome back to BetQL Daily. Aaron Hawksworth, Cody Decker, Nick Ashew with you this morning. Still waiting on some trades to happen in the NBA. Kevin Durant, Donovan (laughs) Mitchell, where will they end up? You know, from a betting perspective, this is a time where you could anticipate which teams could make moves and, you know, whether it's, you know, outright NBA championship conference, um, we're going to take a look at that. So Donovan Mitchell trade rumors, um, Wizards, Raptors, Hornets, Heat, Knicks, Kings, Hawks, all have emerged as potential possibilities. I don't know which one I'm believing in. It's just like this stuff is dragging out. It makes me kind of and there's so many teams in these rumors. It's like, is how much of this is just a rumor and how many of these teams are actually legit um, to make a trade for Donovan Mitchell or KD for that matter, the other one we're waiting on. The Knicks are the most logical team for Donovan Mitchell and that's what's going to end up happening. All these other teams are going to jump in. They're going to have conversations just like we saw with the Celtics having conversations about Kevin Durant. Teams do their due diligence all the time. They're going to have talks With other general managers, hey, what's it going to take? Players' names get out there in rumors, then it leaks, and then they get upset. But this this is how this business works. This is how this industry works. There's no way with the Knicks package that they can offer of five, six draft picks, multiple young players they've got on that roster, that it doesn't happen when they're also incredibly desperate. Because it's not just about the Knicks trying to be better. Because... They're 80-1 to to win the title. It isn't going to change that much if they have Donovan Mitchell. And I really like Donovan Mitchell, but they're going to need a lot more than him. But what it is, is a situation where this team knows we've been irrelevant for a long time. We balked on the draft. We didn't do anything. We're getting destroyed by our fan base. They hate us right now. And we know that football season is going to start soon, and the Giants and Jets are going to be really relevant, even if they're not good. The Yankees and Mets are winning right now. You look at where like the Lakers have been in L.A., where there's all these teams and there's all these different organizations that are having success, that are in the spotlight, that are cutting through the noise. In places like New York, L.A., some of these really big markets, that type of thing matters. It's not just about being a good team. It's about being relevant, and it's about making sure that fans want to take their time from doing something else to actually going to your games, to being a, a, a team that matters every single night or every single week. So the Knicks are desperate. And they're going to make this trade. What they end up giving up is really just going to be the question. Is it five draft picks? Is it six draft picks? Is it three young players? Is it four? That's really all that it comes down to. Nobody has more to offer than what the Knicks have right now. What about the Heat, though? The Heat are another team that have been said to be going all in on either KD or Donovan Mitchell. They they just don't they don't have much to give. That That's the issue. They've, they've got cap space. That's issues for one, but Miami's always found a way around that with a whole bunch of different, you know, sign and trades. They don't have as many first round picks as the Knicks do, and they really don't have as much to offer in a trade. Would it be like Kyle Lowry and, and Tyler Hero? I mean, Tyler Hero is a nice player, but the Knicks can offer OB Toppin and Quentin Grimes, and you can go down the list of a bunch of younger guys that have a real opportunity if they want to do it. Miami may want that to happen, but the Knicks are actually in a position now where they do have more of these assets. But what they're doing is smart. They're looking around going, nobody can offer as much as us. We're not just going to give in and gut everything for you. We're going to wait a little bit so you can see 
Nobody else is going to come into where we are. We'll come down a little bit, and then you find that common ground. This is classic negotiations. And if you go back and look at the history of, like, big trades, ESPN.com did a great thing on this where they went and looked at, like, going back to, like, Allen Iverson getting traded to the Nuggets. Tracy McGrady going from Orlando to Houston. And the types of trade packages that these teams got. It was maybe like one or two first-round picks. We're in this new world now where when organizations are forced to trade a star, they're giving up five, six first-round picks because there's a there's a more of a premium on that now. So it makes it more difficult for these teams that have to make that trade to sit there and stomach it, and it takes time to try and find that common ground. This will happen. Donovan Mitchell has a much better chance. In fact, I would almost guarantee that he is on the Knicks by the time the season starts. While Kevin Durant guarantee. and Kyrie Irving— they will stay, I guarantee. But at the same time, Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving, I would be much more comfortable saying start the season in Brooklyn versus uh, Donovan Mitchell starting the season in, with the Utah Jazz. You're going to you have know, you to shave your beard for this guarantee or something's going Hey, I didn't make any bets. Make... I didn't make any bets. <laughs> no. It's Cody, much more you heard the get guarantee. <laughs> no, 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 no. I don't want his beard. That beard can stay. There's other parts of him that I think we could take away from him, though. I mean, lots of this. different things. We, we don't. No, no. Your hair on your head. I don't. I'm no. not sure. I'm not sure there's a scissors a that could cut thing. that hair. <laughs> um, however, you mentioned you mentioned the Knicks, and I'm actually curious about this. You said that right now because they are set at 80 to one right now to win the conference. But at the end of the day, you said their net number's not going to move all that much if they get Donovan Mitchell. What is it going to take to move that number? There's nothing they could do this offseason to get it to be anything significant. I mean, this is that's 81, 80 to 1 to win the title, by the way. So that's even more of a long shot. We're talking about, the, like, here's the thing. If you look at where we are right now in the Eastern Conference, let's look at the Knicks. Let's say that they have a starting lineup that's Jalen Brunson, it's Donovan Mitchell, it's R.J. Barrett. R.J. Barrett's likely not going to be in the trade. I talked to a couple people that said the Jazz don't want somebody that's going to be do a big contract in a couple of seasons. R.J. Barrett will be in that suit, that max deal, rookie max deal range in a couple of years. The Knicks, with that lineup of those three, probably Julius Randle as well, they're still keeping him, and then Mitchell Robinson. That's your starting five. You're not better than the Heat. You're not better than the Celtics. You're not better than the Bucks. I would argue not better than the Sixers even then. Toronto's mm -hmm. iffy. Toronto won 48 games, and they're really well coached. But would you say that you have maybe one better top player in Donovan Mitchell than Toronto? Fine. Are you better than the Bulls? I'd argue the Knicks still are better than the Bulls with that lineup. Then if the Nets still have the same roster they have with Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving and everybody else, you're not better than Nets. But what about Atlanta? Because Atlanta and, just got And the Jean Raptors Murray. could also like, get KD, too. I, mean, I feel like which, KD stays in the East. Uh, so I so I really just do believe that, Kevin, this may be something that drags out on the season for that. But if you go down that list of teams, and by the way, the Knicks are so, also may not be better than the Cavs. Did you see what the Cavs did last year? They are so young. and Evan, Yeah, they were really Evan good. Evan Mobley may be defensive player of the year this year. So the Knicks go and make that trade. This isn't just about this year. This is about having a star on your roster that then entices other free agents because we know they play this game over and over and over again of, well, this time is going to be different and free agents are going to want to sign with us and come play at Madison Square Garden every night. It's about building for the next two to three years and it's starting with a 25-year-old Donovan Mitchell versus them being anything more than likely still a play-in team next year even if they're this coming season, even if yeah. they trade for Donovan Mitchell. There's just I'm The East you. is really, really deep, guys. It's really a deep conference now. The Knicks potentially landing Donovan Mitchell still is not enough for me to put a bet on them 80 to 1 to win the NBA championship. It's Oh, I would not. never even go. I mean, there's just no way. Mario agrees with me, I see, which is good. Fabio agrees, which I love. I love seeing that. Thank you, Fabio. Thank you. No, Fabio. you're not supposed to have the man bun. 
Eric comes down. Don't, we talk about this. The new don't. Rule. Don't give him that. No, don't ever. I wanted to give let him it that. go. Let it go. <laughs> I wanted to say this about the Knicks too, and dealing with the Donovan Mitchell trade. Um, I'm really interested to see what they would give up, and with that, would even change the number that much. Even with them winning the title, the Knicks have made arguably some of the stupidest decisions the past what decade. Come GM and selling <laughs> yes. players and trades, and then they're dealing with Danny Ainge. He's going to trade Donovan Mitchell. This is a Danny Ainge that traded back to get Jason Tatum, who's better than the two yep. players taken in front of him. This is a Danny Ainge that I think pulled an absolute robbery on the Timberwolves with the Rudy Gobert trade. He built this Celtics team that went to the title. You can say Brad Stevens did a little bit more extra and whatever, but the argument is that he drafted the majority of those players. So that's the only thing I would be really, really worried about if you're even looking at Knicks market in any single way, even with them getting Mitchell, is that Danny Ainge is probably going to rob them of so much either on the so current much. team with guys or with the future, that it's just going to be I, – I just don't see it working out for the Knicks. I think it's going to be a Camelo Anthony situation where you get them and there's excitement, and then it's just consistently you're bounced. Bing bong. Yeah. And that's going to be a bing, lot of bong, bong, and that's the big issue too. You think back to when they gutted their roster for Carmelo Anthony, they went to the second round once. That's it. Now, let's keep yeah. in mind, a lot of these draft picks they do have are heavily protected. There's like a Wizards pick that's like top 18 protected. A lot of them are have heavy protections on them. So they're not overly valuable first-round picks. They've got some collected from other teams. But keep this in mind too with the Knicks. We're talking about title odds, which is just laughable. We're talking about winning the East, still laughable, even if they get Donovan Mitchell. Mm -hmm. Look at the Atlantic Division alone. The Knicks right now are 20 to 1 just to win the Atlantic Division. You've got the Celtics, the Sixers, the Raptors, the Nets all in that division. They could trade for Donovan Mitchell and still be the worst team in their own division. So it's not about this season. Do not fall into the trap of the Knicks have traded for Donovan Mitchell. This is a top three seed in the Eastern Conference. They may be still one of the worst teams, if not the worst team in their own division, because it's a really, really deep division with essentially everybody but the Knicks last year being a playoff team in the Atlantic. And who knows what Tim Thibodeau is going to do with those minutes on Donovan Mitchell. Who knows yeah. if he's going to Tib burn him out. Tom Thibodeau's going to Tom Thibodeau's going to have him play like 43 minutes a game and then he's going to tear up his knee the first season there and then it's all going to be ruined <laughs> yeah. anyway. So the Knicks ruin everything. So everything. you brought up a I'm looking at the Eastern Conference in the NBA and I'm like, okay, where is the value if you wanted to do a bet today? You got Celtics 2 to 1, Bucks plus 225, Heat plus 650. This is M bet MGM. Sixers plus 650, Nets plus 650. You got the Raptors 14 to 1, Bulls 20 to 1. Listen, the Cavs at 40 to 1, or if you shop around 42 to 1, somewhere in that range, that's intriguing. They were really good last year in the value there. I don't hate that bet. You kind of sold me on the Cavs, Nick. So I love the Cavs win total. And again, you, there's only a couple of books that have the totals out. They're slowly starting to come out. The Cavs win totals at 42 and a half. I would hammer the over on that team. Cleveland last year, one, we talked about earlier, like Cody mentioned, the Mets being able to survive with injuries in a roster that's been, you know, a little bit depleted. The Clippers were a team I mentioned last year. So were the Cavs. The Cavs at one point were the four seed in the Eastern Conference, way ahead of schedule. Their win total, I think, go, at, at, they opened last year, I want to say at 33 and a half. They went way over that. They exceeded expectations. They are young, but now they've got experience playing in important games. I understand they ended up only being in the play-in tournament, but they are deep. They, and they may even still make a trade this offseason. There's some suggesting that they go after Donovan Mitchell. Now, if the Cavs get Donovan Mitchell, 
and they trade Colin Sexton and a couple of first round picks and it ends up being that, then maybe I'm looking at that being a big jump for a team like Cleveland, not New York, but I, I love the Cavs this year. That is a young team with a really, really bright future. I love it. Coming up next, we'll talk to Frank Schwab, Yahoo sports writer. Um, we'll catch up on everything NFL as training camps are underway. You're listening to BetQL Daily, Aaron Hawksworth, Nick Ashew, and Cody Decker. <laughs> 